Welcome to Season 10, Accessibility in the Arts. Spotlight on the Arts podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to Season 10, Accessibility in the Arts, a platform to discuss the positive effects of arts and creativity for mental health and well-being, and the potential for the arts to help and address major policy change. We all know that the arts and creativity are among our most powerful assets playing essential roles in our health and well-being. This increases awareness and creates a resource to share the growing body of evidence and case studies related to the arts and mental well-being. My name is Henry Stathopoulos and I'm one of the education officers for the arts with Sydney Catholic School. Today we welcome Michelle White and Lucy Benjamin, both teachers at St John Bosco Catholic Primary, to talk about their latest production of Matilda Junior, the musical. Michelle and Lucy have over 35 years teaching experience between them. Lucy is a music specialist and Michelle teaches dance and drama. Throughout her teaching career, Lucy has led choirs, bands and has been musical director for several musicals including Annie Jr, Grease Jr, Camp Rock, Villains, Aladdin Jr, Pirates of Penzance and Into the Woods. Michelle is not only a musical theatre director and choreographer, she has also been involved in a variety of Sydney Catholic Schools Arts HQ programs including School of Rock, the Sydney Catholic Schools of Steadfords, Dance Works Schools Edition, Casper Live and has even choreographed for regional squads. Welcome, Michelle and Lucy. Thanks for having us. Oh, Thanks, Henry. Very excited. Look, firstly, it's always very inspirational seeing our Sydney Catholic Primary Schools staging musicals. What was the catalyst for you to embark on such an ambitious journey yet again? <laughs> Yeah, well, look, it's our second time round, second rodeo. We did Aladdin um, a couple of years ago before COVID. Um, and I guess the catalyst was our former principal, Anna Sindrick, who really was very passionate about the arts. Um, Anna Sindrick was our massive inspiration. It was her dream. She said to us when we first started, she goes, girls, it's my absolute dream to have a musical for our school, um, but not in a musical that involves every child, but an avenue for those kids that have a real passion for it and it's something that they love to do, that this is a way in which they can actually, you know, um, present and be able to showcase all their talents and their gifts and to be able to showcase that to our parents and our community. And just to add to that, we also wanted to make sure that they were given the real world experience, to make sure that it was a musical that wasn't just um, based on, you know, everyone being involved. It was through an audition process, through a callback process so that, um, we based it on how it would be um, outside of school and to give them that experience. So it's really important that you have the, the school executive backing the, the vision, that you have um, teachers who will uh, build their own capacity uh, working with a variety of students, but that notion of industry professionalism is really very, very important. And to be bringing that into the, the youth of, you know, the, of a primary school that follows through with a um, continue to learn those soft skills is really very, very important. 
Look, I know that there's a lot of teachers and policymakers listening today. And like, how do you stage a musical while you're still ensuring your, your business as usual stays on track as, as a teacher? <laughs> well, lots of planning. Um, and like you said before, Henry, it's about um, the support, having that support from our executive, um, supporting each other and just communicating and making sure that um, we're on the right page, but then also including the community, including our parents, um, including other teachers, and making sure that everyone, all the stakeholders involved, are, um, are really a part of it as much as we are. Um, what do both of you see as the benefit to the teachers and the students of being involved in, in such an event? We've, had, we've seen a massive growth from our first musical of Aladdin to high school musical, then to Matilda. Um, the increase of boys wanting to be involved in the arts has been massive. So because of the audition process and them seeing other boys and girls performing in front of them and seeing that this is, you know, this is amazing, you know, if they can do that, maybe I can too, um, the interest and the willing to give it a go, take a risk, get, you know, have an audition, you know, actually get up there and, you know, it's okay and um, we can be up on stage and we can do a great job and, it's, you know, and we look fabulous. And have you seen some of those students from the primary school level then continue to develop as they go into secondary and beyond? Um, we've seen some that have definitely come back and told us, you know, I'm now getting involved in community theatre and, you know, musicals Fabulous. outside of school um, because they just loved it. They said it was one of, you know, those experiences that they would never forget and they learned so much. They made a lot of new friends as well, which was something that we also saw that, you know, they were with like-minded people who were interested in the same things and so some of them that wouldn't be friends normally in class suddenly became really good friends because they were spending so much time with each other and they had a love for the same things and um, yeah to see them grow and to see the growth with so many of our kids that from the start of the 12 months to the end of the 12 months just they've come such a long way. And you know even when we when we always when we talk about um, our previous musicals and then you know on to Matilda Junior the fact that we've had you know something like 298 auditions to get a cast of 60, 65 is telling us that, you know, that we're doing something that is a positive thing and that they're really wanting to be involved. So as much as the audition process took a long, long time, I think for <laughs> I us... I can imagine. I think for us it was a real, um, I guess, a, a, a real great, um, you know, thing for us because we realised that, yes, they were wanting to be involved and so many students from our school thought there was a value in doing that. So you've worked with the arts team previously um, and, you know, your students have, have worked with us. How have you continued to utilise the support of the, um, the arts team and Arts HQ in your preparations and, and the learnings for your own teaching practice? So I guess for me, being a music teacher, um, I've had um, the, the most amazing Deb Rogers who's come and, um, and participated with our students um, in uh, singing workshops. And I guess for me, um, being a music educator, it's nice to have someone from the industry that has that wealth of and knowledge of experience to be able to add to our students and to add value to the musical. You know, even simple things like, you know, two-part harmonies, three-part harmonies, um, you know, her creative warm-ups, things that um, I guess when you're in a, in a school environment that you don't get a chance to, I guess, develop and do. And even, even through that experience, I have learnt myself. So I'm using the things that Deb has taught the students to kind of help them when we rehearse as well. So it's been a fantastic experience for me personally. I've worked with, um, I do the dance and the drama, that side of things. So um, working with Sally on getting an overall vision for the show was something that in the past two musicals 
we sort of just went as we, you know, we kind of just started the start show and kind of went through. And after looking at the script for Matilda, realising just how much the story builds upon, you know, every single aspect that's sort of happening, we really need to have an overall vision for what this was going to look like um, because otherwise it was not going to work. And so sitting down with, with Sally and we were bouncing off ideas and thinking how can we represent this, how can we make this work, how do we also include... Um, our singing ensemble into our ensembles with also the dancers and how do we include the actors and make sure that it all works and everyone shines but to have that vision and you know that overall you know um, I guess scope to see what that looks like I know I've definitely learned a lot from you Henry when we've worked together on the past two musicals Um, being able to just those little things of like, you know, that reaction on stage, making sure that they know what they're reacting to, where they're looking, where they're, you know, that whole connect with your character back out to the audience, all these things that I've picked up so many skills and now I'm automatically mm. doing that with my kids and to see the growth is so much quicker now because I've learnt those skills and it's upskilled me to be able to make, you know, our scenes happen and progress a lot quicker. And So... As teachers, what strategies for engagement do you use in your toolbox when promoting the arts in your school? So I guess in our classrooms with our programs, we're very much trying to um, differentiate and allow those, like all students to be able to access you know, um, dance, drama and music in a variety of different levels. Obviously, with some of our kids, they're coming with a lot of experience and we need to stretch them, but then also those students that don't do anything outside of school. We need to help them to have that entry level and be able to develop their skills um, in that. We're also, um, you know, identifying students in the creative domain with Newman um, and being able to identify those students um, and be able to give them opportunities to showcase their talents by using the Estedford. Um, We very much try and help target some of those kids and give them an avenue with that. We've done also, uh, we also use some of the other things that Casper offers with the dance works, you know, all those other little opportunities that come up with the Sydney Catholic musicals, with School of Rock, giving them those avenues to be able to showcase their talents in a variety of different ways so that it's not just a once-off every few years. There's constant opportunities Um, our performing arts concert that we also have. Um, The fact that we, um, and especially in the classroom, like Michelle said, the fact that we cater for all student abilities and the fact that we give all the kids opportunities. Um, You know, and as much as we have some hesitant learners, you know, by the time, you know, they kind of, um, you know, get to enjoy music, drama and dance, they're more willing to be involved. And we see some of those students who were hesitant who are now in the musical. So it's a real, I guess it's a real building, uh, it's a real building thing where we're kind of building from strength to strength and trying to really um, incorporate um, our programs and then um, move on to the extracurricular stuff and then that kind of leads up to our musicals and, and get having those kids exposed to that as well. That's a it's fantastic work. I think it's incredibly inspiring to be uh, working with teachers of your calibre and of your passion and I think that's really something that that the arts needs. It needs to, you know, needs a bit of an injection. So it's a lovely injection that you're actually giving. But there are also things called challenges. So what do you think some of the challenges are for teachers um, in providing that arts access and equity for all the students? And like how can we all work together to empower you know all the learners in the arts? Look, for us, and we have had many conversations around this, um, especially uh, during musical, I guess for us it's time constraints. And it's the fact that we have so many things that we need to achieve within a school day. 
Um, and so Michelle and I are mostly working through lunch times and recesses just because that's the only time that we have. And so really, if we're going to, you know, if we're going to need the, hit the nail on the head, it's, it's time constraints and um, just, you know, not having the ability to have enough time. And as you know, putting a music colony takes a long time. And that's, you know, that's, that's no one's fault. It's just the way that it is. I think as a school, you need to identify what are your challenges for the kids at your school. Um, so for us, we identified that um, for our boys to get them involved, we needed to also cater for that, that they are wanting to be out playing with their friends. Yes. They're yeah. worried about losing friends if they're in at rehearsal too much. Yeah. So we had to identify that and go, what can we do to help them to feel like they can still be involved but also still have time with their friends? So we try to also make sure that they're not in it recess or lunch rehearsals constantly Every day, yeah. that they're sort of spread out they've got plenty of time to socialize with their friends we also um, have been you know the support of our leadership team and our you know our principal and AP to be able to take kids out at times to be out of class in the afternoons to be able to help support them give them that extra time and to help you know particularly, you know, some of our boys that are more hesitant to go, it's okay, you're still going to have that time and we can still get done what we need to get done but get them involved. I was going to say, and we also have kids that are so motivated that really most of them are working at home, Um, you know, setting up classrooms and making sure that they are rehearsing at home and they do and they come, you know, really enthusiastically to rehearsals. Um, They're learning their lines, they're learning their songs, they're learning their two-part harmonies and I think it's a real credit to them because they're the ones that are making our jobs much easier. And thinking about making your, your job easier, listening to the challenges and, you know, the, we can't add more time to the you know to our day. I wish we could. <laughs> um, but like, why do you still keep doing it? This, this because the, this, we're crazy? Well, I guess there's an element of, of that, you know. No, but, but, I, but why do you uh, still keep doing it? I love it. Like, uh, yeah. people, I say to the kids, okay, musical time in particular is my favourite year. I, you know, and they yeah. know I just love it. Like, it's it's so exciting to have the opportunity yeah. as a teacher to actually direct a musical and to choreograph for a musical. It's not something that you get a chance to do all the time. Um, so I'm excited by it. it pushes me, it challenges me to, you know, develop my skills and to, you know, push further. Um, I just, yeah, I get all lit up because it just excites me. So what do you say to a beginning teacher who's entered a school and their principal asks them to put on a musical? What would you, what would be some advice that you would give them? I would say just give, give it a go. And if you have a backing of the executive and a great staff and a great community, you can achieve anything. And I guess for us, you know, we we work really well together. We bounce off each other and we do use the word hectic quite a lot in our term (laughs) um, when we're rehearsing. And look, you know, it it has its challenges. But like Michelle said, we're really passionate. We love what we do. And I think that shines through the kids. And for a beginning teacher, um, you know, it's one of those things where unless you give it a go, you're never going to know. I would also, if you've got schools around you that have done musicals, I would also touch base with them. You know, they've done it, they're experienced, they know the do's and don'ts of, you know, you make those mistakes, you know the mistakes that you make and you can give a lot of really helpful advice to supporting them in that. Um, and also tapping into, you know, the uh, the Casper team, the Arts HQ. It, you guys have an amazing wealth of knowledge and for a amazing beginning resource. teacher, it's such a resource to tap into to be able to go, 
what guidance and help and support can you give us in, you know, even if it's just the planning side of it, just to be able to plan out how it's actually going to work and how it's actually going to happen. It, there's so many people out there that have got so much experience tap into it. All right. We're going to do a lightning round. <laughs> oh, gosh. Right. You have to give us the first answer that pops in your head. So <laughs> Rolling Stones or Beatles? Beatles. Rolling Stones. If you were a Muppet, which one would you be? Animal. Gonzo. <laughs> Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. TikTok. What's, uh, what's your favourite Hugh Jackman movie? The Great, Great Showman. Showman. <laughs> Check. Ooh. The best Australian song? Guy Sebastian, the choir. Oh, for me, it's um, The Church, Milky Way Tonight. Tim Tams or Lemmingtons? Tim Tams. <laughs> Tim Tams. Your favourite emoji? The laughing emoji. With the tears. With the tears. <laughs> Finish this sentence. Arts education is important because? It's awesome. It allows you to express how you're feeling yep. through the arts. Look, thank you <laughs> both, um, Michelle, Lucy, for giving us your time today, sharing your thoughts on the arts and the incredible arts experiences with your students. You have made the, um, the arts incredibly accessible for your community um, and, and more importantly also just within your network as well because other schools in your region look at it and go, oh, you know, a great model to follow. We are so lucky to have such dedicated and inspiring teachers in our system. You ensure that the arts are indeed accessible to all and we cannot wait to see your production. And we've got lots of schools actually coming to watch our production. We do. Magic. Thanks, Henry. 